welcome to Confidence and Creativity, a show where we encourage you to show up for yourself and express your confidence and creativity in business and in life. I'm your host, Samantha McCoy, founder and CEO of Mission Key Communications, and I'm so grateful to spend this time with you today. Let's get into the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Confidence and Creativity. I am your host, Samantha McCoy, and I'm so excited to be back with another special guest. And today's guest, I'm going to be talking with Christina Baytips, and she is a digital marketing strategist and the founder of Idea Brush. And before I give her official introduction, because you know I always like to give people all of their accolades, but this episode is super special for me because Christina and I first met back when I initially started first in public relations at the Reginald F. Lewis Museum in Baltimore. And so we definitely have been journeying together for several years. Uh, She was around when I was first cutting my teeth in the the PR space. And um, she was a curator at the time and artist. She's still an artist now. And so this episode is super special to me. So Christina, thank you so much for being a guest today. Thank you. It is so wonderful to be here. I'm so honored. Yes. So let me give the people a little bit of your amazing bio because we have to let them know everything that you are up to. So as we said, Christina is the founder and strategist of Idea Brush, which is a digital marketing firm. And Christina says that she has creativity constantly on her brain. She works exclusively with small businesses in the creative and cultural sectors, including creative retail brands, arts, nonprofits, restaurants, and more. Christina has a passion for taking the time to care for and deeply understand a business's voice, mission, and goals, and she works closely with them to help their brands reach new heights through digital marketing strategy. She has an MBA in marketing and an MFA in painting. Christina is a professional artist who has shown her paintings and mixed media works in museums and galleries here in the U.S. and also internationally in France and Costa Rica. Christina, I am so glad to have you. I'm super excited for today's conversation. Oh, thank you so much, Samantha. I really appreciate that introduction. Thank you. Yes, yes. So, Let's just start off talking about, I mean, you are definitely someone who has to navigate this intersection of confidence and creativity, right? That's what you do every single day. So how did you get started in digital marketing? Because coming from the background of a professional artist, a curator, a painter, what made you interested in transitioning into the marketing world? Oh, thank you for asking that. And that's a question that always comes up. And I appreciate you mentioning my background in the introduction. And that was really a big part of how I built this foundation. Um, When we were working together at Reginald Lewis Museum, I once in a while would have to promote some of the exhibits that we were putting together, you know, just really small digital marketing projects to get the word out to the public. 
And I started to realize that I really enjoyed doing that work. And it just, I don't know, it just inspired something in me. And after a few years, I, I just kept thinking about it and thinking about it. And I decided that you know, pursuing digital marketing would actually give me more flexibility, more job opportunities. Yeah. Um, and it's also a very creative discipline. So I wouldn't have to leave that behind. Definitely. So I took the leap and went and got my MBA. And that's how I made the transition. I studied marketing. And um, while I was studying, I, you know, I definitely solidified my interest in the digital space, you know, built some experience there. And then came out and started working in corporate marketing um, for a couple of different companies. Both had sort of a creative um, foundation. So one was a company that produced um, professional high-end museum exhibits. It was a design firm. And I worked there for a couple of years. And then I went on to a national art supply retail chain and did their digital marketing. So that's sort of how I built the the foundation in that space. And it was um, a couple of years or maybe a few years after working in corporate that I decided, you know what, I want to do my own thing. I want to have my own, I want to own my own time. I want to have more flexibility. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. So what would you say is kind of that creative thread that has helped you in your marketing career? Because I think that's a really unique story to have the background as a visual artist. So what aspects of your visual artistic work have helped you in the marketing space? There is something that happens in the creative process, at least for me, when I'm making a piece of art I don't know whether it's the the type A side of me that's a perfectionist, but I, I really have to, you know, have things look a certain way and I want them to resonate with the viewer in a certain way. And that translates directly into the, the visual and the design part of the work that I do in my digital marketing and also into the, the, the writing part of the content. You know, I'm constantly thinking about how the person looking at what I'm making is going to perceive it, how it's going to resonate with them. And are they, what message are they receiving from it? So all of that is, is very much connected. And that part of it made for an easy transition. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that's excellent. I definitely see the, the parallels there. So can you explain for people who may not be familiar? Cause I know digital market, I mean, marketing has been around forever, but digital marketing is still a relatively new sector. So can you explain just what digital marketing is and how that differs from traditional uh, marketing? Yes, that's such an important distinction. And it's, it's become such an essential part of how we promote our businesses today. Digital marketing exists entirely in, in the virtual space. Um, and digital marketing happens on social media, as many people are familiar with. It encompasses email marketing, so promoting business through email messaging and communication. Um, It also involves websites, web development. Um, A lot of us have maybe been hearing about SEO, that's search engine optimization. That's a part of it. Um, When you are navigating on Google and, and doing searches and you see the ads that pop up, that's also um, a piece of digital marketing. It's, um, you know, 
the pieces of information that we are seeing as we navigate the digital world, it's all tied into that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's so many different elements. So from your expertise, what would you say is kind of the secret to attracting customers online? I think the number one thing that we have to start out with is just being our authentic selves, you know, and that I know we hear a lot about that and it's, it's really, it's just so important to focus on that. Um, there's a lot going on out there. There's yeah. a lot of noise and a lot of people are putting content out, but I think really sitting down and understanding what your voice is, who you are and what makes you distinct. You know, a, a lot of us entrepreneurs suffer from, um, um, you know, not really feeling confident about yes. who we are and having imposter syndrome sometimes. Yes. You know, it's always a challenge. We're going to talk about that too. Okay. <laughs> That's actually our next, uh, our episode after this is going to be imposter syndrome. Oh, so great. Yeah. Yes. It's something a lot of us are, are challenged with. And that's yeah. great that you're going to be talking about that more. Um, but I think what, what we have to recognize is that we all have something distinct to offer from our own experience that nobody else has. And that's what I always recommend that people put forward. Yes. So in your professional experience, there is something that you know that nobody else knows. There's an experience that you had with a client or a customer that no one else has had. And you can talk about that. And that's your own. And that's what I, I, I tell people to try to put forth in their content as they're getting started with, with social media and digital marketing. Yes. No, that's excellent. So as we're navigating, there's so many digital platforms now, right? There's so many different ways that you can be online. So some people say you don't even need a website anymore. You just need Instagram. And then some people say you need to be on everything because, you know, you never know where you're going to get customers. So what are your thoughts on when you're making a decision where to show up, how do mm -hmm. you make that decision? That's a really important question. Um, I would say that it's best to start out by doing a little bit of research. Um, and you've got to decide which ones are best for promoting your specific message and brand. And that doesn't necessarily mean you need to be on everything. Yeah. Um, yes. Think. No. First of all, you have to understand what message you want to put forth, and you have to have a good standing as far as your brand and know you know your brand. And then take a look at what platforms are out there. Maybe look at similar businesses or entrepreneurs who are present and see how they are promoting their businesses, and just see what which medium, which platform is the best for you. And I always suggest not trying to do all of them at the same time. If you're just starting out, it works best, at least in my experience with my clients, to start out with maybe two or three. So maybe choose one social media platform and perhaps work on your email marketing strategy yeah. and just focus on those two things. Develop the content, develop your strategy, get your engagement going and develop your following. And then you can branch out and flesh out the other channels by repurposing some of that content that you already made. So you don't have to reinvent the wheel when you're ready to, you know, add more channels. 
Yes. Yes. No, that's great. I think that's such great advice because it's easy to get lost <laughs> in the it world is. of tools and, and platforms. And, and I definitely, that's something that you even helped me with is really trying to determine, okay, where do I need to focus and what, how do you stay strategic, but then you're also not being overwhelmed. So right. I guess along with that, what are your thoughts on having personal platforms versus business? Do you think that you need both? Do you think you need to keep them separate? What do you what do you think about that? I think it depends. I think it depends on what um, what the nature of your business is. Um, I would say probably more times than not, it is good to to have your personal profile exist, your personal sort of brand exist somewhere in the digital space so that people can connect you, the person, with your business brand. And probably the best place for that is LinkedIn, Um, sort of defining who you are as a person and how you connect with your business and how you connect with others in your community. That's a good place to establish that if you're not really sure if you should you know, have a separate Instagram profile that's just about you, the person. Um, but I think in some cases, it, it's a, a great thing to have um, other platforms that showcase you, the person, especially if, you know, you work in consulting and your business is, is you sort of facing the public. I think yeah. it makes sense to develop that. No, I, I agree. I think that's good, because especially now people want to know who is behind the brand and there used to kind of be an intimidation factor, or I don't know if intimidation is the right word, but maybe like a hesitancy, especially for solo entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs who are just getting started because they said, well, I don't want them to see that it's just me, or I don't want <laughs> it to see them to see that I'm a black woman behind this brand, you know? And so yeah. people were kind of hiding and yeah. going behind logos and names of companies. But now we're really in an era where the customer wants to know who's behind this. Who am I giving my money to? You know, what are, what are you all about? What are your people about? So I'm really glad that you said that because I I definitely think that we have moved into that space where people kind of want to see behind the scenes a little bit, right? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And and like you said before, like really that differentiator factor is you, you know, you are the differentiator, your team is a differentiator. And I definitely think that, you know, that's something that can be used as an advantage when people are choosing between you and someone else. If you're able to connect to you in a personal way, especially yes. if you're offering a service, that's something that that can take you really far. Absolutely. I completely agree. I think that you are you hit the nail on the head. We have <laughs> to be out there. We have to show people who we are cuz like you said, that can help someone to make the decision about whether they'd like to work with you. If they can, they see who you are as the person yeah. and they connect with that, that can really boost your business. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I think that, I think that's great. So another thing that you mentioned that was a component of di- digital marketing is those ads, right? So we have all types of digital ads. People are talking about, I mean, there are 
coaches now who are just telling you how to make, you know, millions of dollars with just Facebook ads, you know, so, so (laughs) people have even made that a niche by itself. So when should you start using ads? And then what type of budget do you need to actually make them effective? It's, it's such an interesting process. Um, I always suggest uh, that that people start small yeah. and um, it's important to to do a lot of trial and error. You know, it's it's difficult to just come right out and, and run an ad on Facebook or on Instagram and expect to, you know, hit everything just right and have it be really successful right out of the gate. There's a, a lot of testing and iterations that are required to figure out what works best for you and based on your goals and with your audience. Yeah. Um, but like first and foremost, before starting anything, and I say this about starting any type of digital marketing strategy is you have to set clear goals. You yeah. have to have, um, you know, your goals in place. What, so you're thinking about putting an ad out. Well, what, what are you looking to achieve through that ad? If you don't have those clear goals in mind, then, the strategy will achieve something else. You know, it's going to go in a different direction. So set the clear goals. I would say um, if you're just getting started, especially if you're a solopreneur, to um, maybe just try out an ad campaign. Maybe don't spend a lot. Maybe just, you know, set a a smaller budget. A smaller budget would be maybe something under $100, like $50 um, for a campaign. You can organize it based on a, a full budget of $50, or you can um, decide if you want to have a daily budget and you can, you know, choose a, like a smaller dollar amount for that. So I would suggest trying that out, um, you know, pick um, your targeted audience, see how that works and then do it again. Yeah. You know, maybe vary some part of the ad and repeat it and test it. And over time, you'll see what works and what doesn't. And once you know what works, then you can um, go to a larger budget, which is, of course, better supported by Facebook's algorithm. <laughs> You're willing to right, spend more. Right, they're trying to get your get all your coins, right? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> they really, they really are. So once you kind of know what what strategy works best, then you can go to a bigger budget. You have your targeted audience. That's when I have normally seen. Um, my clients really start to see success, but there's a little bit of of guesswork and trial that you have to put in first. Right. But I'm really glad that you gave that advice though, because you don't, even if you have a larger budget available, you don't want to test it, you know, with a large budget. So I think doing the test first on the smaller scale will help you to to work out the kinks before you're ready to, to go larger. So, right. Yeah. So as we're still navigating this pandemic. We're starting to see glimmers of hope with the vaccine, but, you know, I mean, we're still heavily in this um, COVID-19 world. And, you know, there are definitely still people who are struggling, still people who are grieving daily. And so I always want to be sensitive, um, even as, you know, we're building and putting ourselves out there and putting our services out there, that we're continuing to be mindful of the environment and the space that we're in now. So what are some things that you've seen work well, uh, maybe from a digital ad 
add perspective that help you to showcase your services and what you're doing, but are also not, you know, overly salesy or, you know, overly Mm. intrusive to people. Yes. That's a really, that's a really important point. And we do, I'm so glad you brought that up. We do have to be sensitive. Um, Everyone is going through a, a tough time right now. Um, what I've seen that really resonates with me are ads that maybe play more to, um, helping the viewer understand that businesses, um, philosophy or brands, or maybe how they are reaching out and supporting people during this difficult time, Yeah, you know, not so much ads that are working to sell, but they're working to, um, put forth, you know, a message of, of support. They're working to establish that business's, um, you know, sort of mindset to put that out there. And I find those to be really positive and they're very strong because they, you know, brand building is as essential as, as selling Yeah, because that's, they serve to explain to the viewers, you know, who you are and, and what you believe in. Definitely. Yeah. No, I think that that is great advice. And I think that there is also just, you know, the, when I guess going back to the confidence factor, just even confidence to put yourself out in that way as well, especially with, you know, the environment that we're in. And sometimes there can even be some hesitancy of, okay, well, I'm just not going to do anything because nobody wants to hear from, you know, my (laughs) business right now. Right. (laughs) But, you know, you want to continue to grow and continue to build. And if you're providing resources that are valuable for people, there are ways to put that out there and still, you know, be respectful and, um, and sensitive. So I think, that is, I think that's great. So what would you say has really helped you, Christina, just in your confidence as you have navigated this marketing space? Because I mean, definitely coming out of a background that, you know, you can't necessarily say, oh, I've had 20 years of, you know, marketing experience for these Fortune 500 companies, right? (laughs) So so what has helped you to own your um, expertise in this space and be able to serve um, your clients well? What has helped me is to always be open to educating myself and and learning more. I mean, we we never stop learning. I make it a point to, you know, with the digital space, it's it's constantly changing, shifting every day. So I always make it a point to learn as much as I can, whether that's through taking, you know, a class, getting a certification, networking and talking to people in the industry, you know, keeping a strong um, marketing community around me. That's really important. Um, I also just believe in, um, like I said before, you know, owning, owning what I know and, and valuing my experience. So yeah. because I've worked in the creative space and I'm working with clients in, in that same industry, I feel that I have almost like a sixth sense um, because I understand the challenges that they face and I know how to address that and how to, you know, make them shine. So when I have those moments of doubt, I just, I remind myself that, you know what, you do know your stuff and you have experience that's unique. 
Yes. No, that's excellent. I hope that anyone who is listening to this, whether you're an entrepreneur or whether you are in another area of your career growing, that you take that and own that for yourself. And, you know, just making sure that whatever you're doing, whatever experiences you have, that they're valuable and your perspective is valuable. So Christina, this has been such an amazing conversation. I really would just love to close with um, any words of encouragement that you have for people who may know that they need to get started in this digital marketing space, but they're not quite sure where to start. Oh, yes. Well, it's, it's always a good time to get started. It might seem a little daunting, but you can do it. You can do it. And, you know, I specialize in working with people who don't have experience in the area. Um, You know, it can be intimidating. There's a lot of technology involved. There's a lot of time and commitment involved, but you absolutely can do it. You know, I have every confidence in everyone out there. I've been able to help people with zero digital marketing experience um, reach new heights with promoting their businesses. Yes, yes. Excellent, excellent. So for people who want to learn more and work with you, how can they find you? Okay, yes. Well, I have a website. It's ideabrush.com. So you can find me there. And I'm also getting ready to launch a completely new Instagram in the next few weeks at idea.brush. So you can find me there also. Excellent. Great. Well, we will make sure that we post all of your links uh, in our show notes so that people can follow you and learn from you. And I am so excited for um, your digital marketing agency and everything that you're going to do. And I am, I just know it's going to be, it's going to continue to grow even more. So thank you so much again for coming on the show today. Thank you so much, Samantha. This was so much fun. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for joining us today. We would love to know what you thought about today's show. If you enjoyed it, please give us a five-star rating, leave us a comment, and share with a friend. I'm your host, Samantha McCoy, and you can find me on Instagram at smccoyjoy. That's S-M-C-C-O-Y joy. If you're a business owner in need of public relations or communications support, reach out to us at missionkeycommunications.com. We also want to hear about your confidence and creativity journey. Send us an email or DM with your story and you might be featured on an upcoming show. Until next time, show up confidently. 